It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, this is Susan, uh, founder and president of Project Green, and we are having a board meeting on February 9, 2017. On the call is John Crittenden, who is the secretary, and Mark Clara, who is the treasurer. Uh, David Elegic is late, but he should be joining us. So we will just start with the basic agenda that we have written out, and um, I'm going to just give a quick little report of the data. So if we combine both the kids' art contest and the photo contest, I think we reached at least 35 countries, and almost every state in the United States entered the Kids Art Contest, which is pretty good. So we did pretty good. We had um, 1,441 pictures from, like I said, and uh, the, the most important, uh, the most uh, art was in the age group range of 10 to 12. So that was really good because that's a really good age group to be learning about frogs and then self-expressing themselves because they can really get their points across on how they feel when they're at that age level. So do you guys have anything to say about that? No, I have nothing to add. Well, I'm just, just curious. Are they given... Uh, any sort of data to reflect in their art uh, in any organized way? What do you mean? Well, you mean do we give them feedback on their art, or do you mean do they get information so that you, they're do, learning do, about it before they do their art? Do you give them? Do we give them a prompt or fact? Yes. or something that they're supposed to reflect. Yes. Every year, the Kids Art Contest has a different, and the Photo Contest has a different theme. And this past uh, theme was frogs and bugs. And so what I do is I um, put up links to either blog posts that we've written that will be helpful or links to other things that will be helpful. And I assume that their teachers are making use of that and instructing them and helping them with that. Um, this year's sponsors were um, Remco Press, who printed all our postcards and posters for free, and uh, Strawsum, who is uh, donating uh, a glass straw for each of the first place winners in each of the age groups. 
who will also receive um, coloring books. I mean, I was hoping that I was going to be able to send them the whole set of five, but the UK publisher is just taking forever printing these books, so I don't know what's happening, but I'm hopeful that the second book will be available and so that I can at least send them two books and a straw. So I wrote to um, uh, Karen at the UK publisher today asking for like the umpteen sign what the status on the second book is because I just really don't know what's taking so long. The whole book has 15 mm-hmm. black and white pictures. I just can't, I mean, week after week after week, and I just don't understand what, what could take so long. Anywho, all right, let's move on. Um, I think what I'm going to do, since I have all the art separated, you know, into the different age groups, I'm going to create Pinterest boards um, in my account, and I'm going to just do them one at a time. So it'll be the winners of the Kids Art Contest 3 to 6, and then just put those pieces up. And then the next day, I'll do the same. Will to join us. I'm sorry? David sent us a message on Messenger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Asking, does he need the computer this time? No, no. He just needs to call in. The phone number is in that message with the call in. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, I'm going to do that. And then on Instagram and Twitter, I think I'm going to just post one image at a time. So it'll be first place winner in seven to nine is so-and-so, and here it is. Mm-hmm. And that should give me enough images to, you know, post for like the next six months. The other good news is if we move on to number three, mm-hmm. um, uh, we have the caucus room for the month of April in Jersey City City Hall, and we have the two upstairs glass cases and some case or section on the first floor in Hoboken City Hall. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of figuring out what to put up in which. I would like to feature the, a, a, a lot of the, blo- the black and white Wallace frogs because of the wild school turned in so many pieces. So I think what I'm going to do is have one of those glass pieces upstairs or maybe downstairs or something be uh-huh. just the black and, you know, the best of the black and white. And then yeah, the rest will be a selection of the international. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? What? Any thoughts on that? Are you paying attention? Yeah. No, it sounds like a good idea where you're putting the glass cases. John? Hmm? Yes, it sounds like a yeah. good idea. All right, good. Yeah, um, Now tell me, uh, John, tell me about the space that you were telling me about that's over by Pershing Field. Well, you know about as much as I do about it because I sent you the link. Right, but is it a, it's a shared workspace so that people could, you know, sort of like the one on Grove Street? Apparently, that's what he's 
planning and and doing. Photographers go in and use the space for photography, and presumably people who want to work outside their homes can pay him a monthly fee and go there and work. He says by appointment, so it doesn't sound like he has enough people to be open in the morning and close in the evening the way the other places do downtown, but it sounds like a venue can be rented out uh, or used uh, for all sorts of things. There's a kitchen. There's a kind of a dining room set up. Is there a gallery space, or is it just all different workspace sizes? Well, it looks to me like it's one large room. Oh, it's with, just one room. With small rooms off of it. Oh. It looks like Hi. the type of space that a photographer would go in, set up lots of equipment, and take a bunch of pictures of full-length models and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Or somebody else would come in and create a, a float for a parade. Right, you know, right. Or something. Well, I don't know if it would be good for an exhibition because, I mean, wouldn't we want to have it up for a certain period of time? Well, well, well I mean, it's worth point. asking him about. This is what I was suggesting as a venue for a benefit. One right. time, one evening or one afternoon celebration with frog art on the walls, um, some kind of food, some kind of drink, and people coming through. That's the type of thing that might appeal to Ed Ramirez as a way of getting people into the space to see what's available and what he can do for them. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Ed Ramirez is... Hello? Yeah, go ahead. He's a he's someone we know. He's the guy, Mark, if you would remember him, he's the guy who ran the place in Journal Square, the one that was downstairs. Yes, okay, okay, yeah. Because I know he's still running it. Right, and so this is like a new space over across from Pershing Field, across yeah. from the park, you know, like near Stop and Shop. Well, you know, it's not that, you know, we, it could be a venue for us to have a piece, a Rainforest Frogs launch party. Well, that would be the same type of thing. Right. I mean, that would be something that I, would, that I could maybe see in there. We could put some of Mark's art on the wall. He could potentially sell it if he wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have a, a stack of books. And we could have Tally reading haiku, um, or we could have a haiku corner where people could come in and just haiku, you know, do play with haiku. Um, you know, it could be sort of an evening with different things. I don't know. Uh, or, uh, sorry to jump in here. I've been listening. I don't know how how much you guys have been talking. I just know you guys are talking about a venue right now. Yeah, actually, David, the good news is I started recording it from the beginning, so you can play oh, back 
everything that we talked about so far. Okay, now how would I do that after? Obviously, I'll send after. you the link after we finish, and then I oh perfect. End it. Okay, great, great. Um, how are there coffee shops around that you maybe you can uh, like a little uh, little ethical bean coffee shop around that you can do a little function in? They often put up art and such. Like a choco pan kind of. Uh... Oh, I I don't yeah. know choco pan. I'm, yeah, I'm in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, we could we could try. I mean, we could do that too. We could try um, yeah. uh, choco pan. We could try. Um, I mean, we maybe even Duce de Leche. We could try. Um, yeah, to see if they do events or something like that, or they would consider doing an event. Or even they conversation. Do. I wonder if she could, yeah. she could put a, she would probably put some art up. Mm-hmm. But she's only open until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah. Right. I know I know that, but, but still. They have art on the walls now and not a whole lot of space. For art, mm-hmm. right. so I kind of don't think that's going to be the best place. I think we should stay on top of when Chaco Pan will open on Palisade Avenue. Uh-huh. Oh, that could like, be a while. I they're probably going to renovate over there. Well, I've seen so the, are they using the space the end of February, or maybe the beginning of March, sometime mm-hmm. in right. March. Well, you know what? I'll, I, you know, there's always a spot downtown also. There's a well, couple of yeah. downtown as well. Oh, that's right. Hmm. So well. that's always possible. Well, you know, well, I'll make a list and I'll, I'll, you know, call different places and see what they, what they think. You know, I, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, what's his name? Um, the little restaurant that's like near Third Street on on uh, I'm like losing it on Newark Avenue. Um, it's uh, across from like the um, what's it called Soul something. No, um, I did. I'm familiar with. Area. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll like contact that, yeah. him too because he was someone who he said he might like putting frog up, uh, you know, art up also. Yeah, I would think we'd get so, a place like that could get some nice traffic. Yeah. You know, so I'll but, make a list and and call a few different places. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're going to move on to number four. So as you know, uh-huh. Rainforest Frogs is now published mm-hmm. and. I know it's very exciting. Uh, yeah. It did take, take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Mark fault. knows how long it took. Yes. Um, it took a long time, but it's a beautiful book. Kelly. Kelly writes very beautiful haiku for it, and uh, we're all very proud of it. Yeah. So we, yeah. we you have, guys did a really good um, job. We have, uh, yeah, I, I promise to send you one, David, as soon as we can afford it. It costs money to print. It costs money to send. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't sweat it, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, did, I did send you a PDF, though, right? Mm-hmm. So you bought it. Right, yeah. Oh, we could yeah, yeah, sell yeah. the PDF. We could, we could. Uh, Actually, I can send you the, an updated PDF because I don't know if you saw the final version. I don't know if I got the final or not. 
Yeah, so I'll send you a PDF so you can see the final version. Wonderful. And um, we have two books were accepted at uh, Little City Books in Hoboken. So they are on the bookshelves. And so nice. far, unfortunately, we've only sold six books. Uh-huh. So, you know, one of the things that we realized is we priced the book at $18, and we decided for a 52-page paperback that was too high. Mm-hmm. So right. So we, we, we brought it down to thirteen ninety-five, mm-hmm. which we think is a better price. Mm-hmm. And right. um And we'll see if it, if it does better at that price. If not, we can you know, always maybe, maybe uh, bring we, it down again to yeah, like maybe. 95 or something, you know, and we'll just uh, keep testing. So, but in the meantime, right. uh, it's at 1395 and uh, the next step, I think, is to I'm thinking we could convert even it to a Kindle version. Yes. Yes, or a, or sell the and PDF so version. So, if you have it at paperback thirteen ninety five, what are you thinking for the Kindle? Mm. Um, Six ninety five, eight ninety five. No, it's too much. Too much. Four ninety five. Four ninety nine. I'm I'm thinking uh, between four and five dollars. Yeah, I would. Uh, so maybe we'll make it four ninety five or four ninety nine. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just looked on Ingram Spark, and they charge sixty cents a page for the conversion. So uh-huh. it's really only going to cost us like thirty-one dollars or something to get it converted. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. But it might be it might need plus an ISBN because it may need another ISBN for the Kindle version. Oh yeah. Okay. So we'll have to see how much it's going to cost total, and then when we when we have the funds, we can do it. So right. it's possible that the Kindle will do better. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, here's yeah, another big issue that I want to discuss about Rainforest Frogs, because this is one of the problems, I think, perhaps, in why it may not be selling the way I would like it to. <clears throat> when I showed the book to the owner of Little City Books, she looked at it and immediately said, oh, this will be great in the nonfiction section of our children's book. Uh-huh. And we never really intended it for it to be a children's book. Right. But she thinks it will sell better as a children's book. So I say go for it. So I changed it on Ingram Spark to be in, like, nonfiction children's K-12. And right. do, you, do you think that that's a good idea? Because, you know, like, for example, Franco's introduction, I mean, I'm not saying it's written high level, but it's obviously not for, like, a seven- or eight-year-old, maybe, to read it and understand it. No, it would be more like a 14, 15, you know, 13, 14-year-old, you know, brighter kids who would be interested in the stuff. Right, but so I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that we're not putting it in a category that then is not going to sell. Why can't it be put in more one more than one category? You have to designate it's either for kids or it's for adults. Oh, you have to. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. 
So what I would suggest is I will send the PDF to everyone. Well, Mark doesn't need to see it. Um, but I'll send it to you, both of you. And, right. um, and And look at it again. And maybe right. just send me your thoughts on, like, what age bracket do you think this book should be in? Right. I, well, okay, I think it's important not to underestimate kids, for one, but I, but I have to give a good read of it and see, you know, and see if it is way too high for them. Because I've done a lot of uh, uh, education with kids regarding reptiles and amphibians in schools and, and uh, Cub Scouts and stuff like that for years. Mm-hmm. And they catch on a lot faster, honestly. The younger ones, uh, I've found, uh, ask the smarter questions and are really eager to learn it. So, you know, I don't think we want to underestimate them. I'll, I'll, I'll take a read and see uh, what I think. Be yeah, very I just want to yeah. make sure that by, by moving it into kids' books, that's the right move. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. Well, what other kind of kids sections are there in books where it could be in like kids subsections, right? I mean, well, right now it's like in it's in three categories. It's in youth, um, you know, like you put it in like endangered species, um, right. uh, uh, amphibians and reptiles, and mm-hmm. uh, I think it's in like rainforest and something else. So it's like, right. you know, nonfiction, youth, and then those three categories. Right. Okay. Okay. So, I, you know, we'll just have to see what, what happens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I do think that if we made it a Kindle, it probably that the Kindle might do well, too. So, but oh, absolutely. We'll have to so, many ki- so many kids are reading on, on their devices now, right? So. Right. Yeah. It's been very interesting. I didn't know. I didn't realize that. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're growing up smarter than we did. I think. Uh, seriously, right? Oh well, we just read books. They they they're reading. Yeah. You know, hopefully, and not. You know days. what? There's a publisher called DK. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they publish books about uh, scientific topics and things like that. Clearly, for a younger reader, but you mm-hmm. know, for a younger, very literate, interested reader um oh, and i'm so wondering nice. if we yeah dk i don't know what that stands for d is in david k is in uh um kangaroo um I, but I don't, fairly I, prom- oh you mean the publisher DK. yes 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 oh i know them <laughs> you know them. okay yeah you think they may be connected with barnes and noble because that's where we bought a uh a book about Thomas Edison for the nephews, and we were kind of disappointed in it. Mm -hmm. But it was only available at Barnes & Noble. Mm. Rainforest Frogs is on both Barnes & Noble and Amazon also. So it's on both those sites as well. Were you ever ever able to find my review on Amazon? No, it never published it, I don't think. I don't know why, but it didn't publish it. Okay. Um, But we do have two reviews on Amazon. We finally finally got two up there. That's helping. uh, 
because I, I go on. Let me see. I'm going to go get my iPad. I'm going to go on. Uh, carry on the conversation. I'll see if I can, like, let, yeah. see okay. if I can find it. Um, all right. And so then as soon as we can afford it, we're gonna, we need to order some more copies because I'd like to send one to uh, – I'd like to send a couple out maybe for review. And so, right. um, you know, I have to think about who we would send it to. But, like, for one, I'd like to send it to um, Graphic Design USA, um, to Gordon, and see if he would, you know, write about it and put it in the magazine about, um, you know, all about it. And uh, maybe a couple of other places. I'd really like to send one to maybe the Museum of Natural History in New York. Well, that's a great idea. And maybe send it to their art director. They'd have to look up who that is, but um, you know, uh, send it to that person. Um, you know, uh, maybe a couple of different places. So I'd have to, you know. So that's sort of a, the next plan is to uh, send it where it might do, you know, do well, maybe into some other places. Yeah. Um, and we talked about the coloring book. And uh, so one of the next projects is because, I forgot to put it up here, but because um, the Wallace School turned in 400 pieces, um, I'm going to go through those and pick out the best 100, and we're going to scan them individually, and then we're going to publish a coloring book of just the Wallace Frog. And PTA of Wallace School has said that they will sell it to the parents. Very good. Oh, nice. So Very that could be some set money right there because if we set the book at like five bucks mm-hmm. and they can maybe sell it to a hundred kids, we could make some nice money there. Mm-hmm. So yes. we'll see. You know, and maybe they want more than one copy because they might get one for grandpa and grandma. Sure. You yeah, know, absolutely. Because their, you know, their grandchild will be published. You know, there's no way to know how many we might sell. So. Yeah, absolutely. Produce. So that's, that's one of the next projects that uh, I'll be working how on. How much cost to produce? Hmm? How much will it cost to produce, it will only cost the price of an ISBN, which is like a hundred dollars. As potentially, um, potentially fifty bucks extra if it's on Ingram Spark uh, rather than Amazon, and. Um, I, I have to investigate. I, I may do this one um, straight uh, create space on Amazon rather than Ingram Spark. Although I don't know, I have to think about it. Ingram, see, here's the thing. Ingram Spark charges you less money to print them, like to, to buy them from them, but they pay every like. They pay like three months late. How do I explain that? In other words, if someone bought a book in February, I won't get that money until May. Right. Okay, so they just like pay you three months later. 
But right. they charge a lot less to purchase the book. Amazon, mm-hmm. when I published the curriculum, they didn't charge me anything. I don't even, I mean, I think I even, I, I must have paid for the ISBN because you can't do it without doing that. Um, mm-hmm. um, but they charge a lot more per book than when I want to order one. But it, I don't know why, but they do. Right. You know, they, they, the, the difference in price is radical. You know what I mean? Like, to get copies of Rainforest Frogs costs $2.95 each. Mm-hmm. Right. To get copies of my curriculum book, which is, is longer, it's like 140 pages or something, so it's longer. But they charge me half price. So that's, oh. that, it cost me $12 a book to buy one. Right. So, I mean, it might be worth it to, to do Ingram Spark again. But when I did that with Rainforest Spark, they were having a special where they weren't charging you any setup fees. But if they don't do that, then there's another $50 involved. So right. it's $100 for an ISBN and potentially $50 for setup. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, okay, so I, yeah. I, I sorry, sorry to cut in. I just found mm-hmm. out why you're not seeing my review. Because my review is on Amazon, Amazon.ca, and I'm sure yours is probably on Amazon.com. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That would explain it. That would explain. Yeah. So send me the link to that, and I'll um, I'll pull it up, and I so then where then the book is up there too. For sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's good news. Oh, yeah, I'll have to look at it. Oh, yeah, send the link to us, and um, and uh, I'll I'll bring your review over too to the site. Fantastic. Okay, great. Yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So next thing, um, I was interviewed this morning by a local woman here in Jersey City, Veronica Garcia, who owns this or manages this business called Macaroni Kid, Jersey City, and it's. Um, you know, sort of a local mom, I guess, who's, you know, publishing stuff about what local people are doing and has a very good following. And so uh, she just interviewed me this morning. So it's probably going to be a little while before she, like, writes it all up. But she said she was going to send it to me for a review, and then uh, she'll put it up. So Nice. That's, that's good news. Always good to have more publicity. Absolutely. And uh, and then my Tuesday afternoon class, Peaceful Frogs, has changed. The yoga component is now gone. Jamie decided to go off on her own and do her own thing. So now okay. the class is just in nature, environmental, and art. Right. And so every Tuesday afternoon, I have four or a maximum of five kids if anyone comes as a drop-off. But right. uh, there are four kids' books for the six-week class. And the good news is the woman is doing so well with all these classes, she is opening a second space um, that's actually even closer to here. And so I'm talking to her about possibly doing a second class. Nice. So I may do a second one Monday afternoons or possibly um, Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. I don't know. I'm probably going to go from Monday afternoon. Right. So, you know, because after school is usually the better, the better chance of getting bucks. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So, 
And then the last thing on our agenda is we do have this patron account, which, um, you know, really has been helping us every month. It's not that much, but trust me, it it helps pay the bill. So Mm -hmm. we have five people in there, um, four pledge $5 a month, and one pledge is 10 And, um, you know, if we can find a way to, you know, beef that up and get more people to sign up for five bucks a month, which really doesn't Uh do anything to their wallet, but really when you put it all together, it really helps us. Um, You know, it helps pay for bills that we have every month. So, Of course. And so that's it. And does anybody have any reports or anything they want to say? No. I will listen to the uh, tape later, and then when uh, like, and then if I have anything that I can add, I will email you. Email you. Okay, very good. Great. Cool. Okay. Okay. Everybody, good to go. Good to go. Sure. Uh, I guess. Oh, so. I think very we useful. do. Good session. I think we do need to discuss about when we're going to be doing some planning about just what we want to do as far as having a fundraiser, having a book launch thing, which venue, when, uh, are we going to do anything special for Earth Day? Uh, I don't know. I have to see. I mean, like I said, we've got two exhibitions for the month of April. So that's really my Earth Day contribution to this area. And uh, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of opening. It's not really going to be any kind of opening. But we could have a, um, we could schedule an event of a gathering, maybe at Hoboken City Hall. That's a good idea. And maybe maybe we could invite the school. That's a good like idea. Like the Wallace School. Yeah, sure. To come see the art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would have to talk to Jerry about that. And, and find, you know, we have to get it all up on the wall first trip. and then figure out when we can do that. But, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the only thing left to report is um, that I'm going to put the post up this weekend with the winners of the photo contest. I, I'm right. still I'm still going through all the judges' selections right now. Nice. And uh, oh, another thing I want to say about that: um, if anybody uh, comes across someone they think might make a good judge for next year, you might want to jot it down now. Right. You know, while you're thinking about it, it might be a good idea to jot it down because we'll be thinking about and planning. You know, before you know it, um, the next one. Right. So it's always good to know ahead of time. And, uh, you know, people who would really be interested in helping promote it as well. Yes. You know, one of the problems is that the judges never really do anything to promote it. Very rarely do they even share the page Uh where, where they're listed. They don't even share it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it would be a good idea to find people who are really interested in helping promote it. Right. Which is helping promote themselves. Right. So, 
Anyhow. Okay. Entries were there this year? I'm sorry? How many entries were there this year? 1,441. Only in the photography contest. Photography contest had, I'll tell you, I have Flickr open right now. Thirty-eight photos in Frogs in the Wild, and this was only after I went into Flickr and started begging people (laughs) 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 to enter, Uh, and 30 in Backyard Frogs, so 68 pictures were entered total. Okay. Well, it's always helpful if you're recruiting a judge to be able to tell them what the workload is going to be. Are they going to look at 3,000 pictures or 68? Oh, right. Oh, here's one other thing I want to mention, just for you guys guys to think about. Um, Uh Mark and I were talking about this um, when, when you know, with the judges having to look at so much artwork. Do you think it would be fair for me to sort the art first and then give the judges only like the top 25 and say, from these 25, pick your three winning people. And, you know, do you think it would be fair to the people who enter? Yes, yes. Yep, there's there because there, there's a preliminary preliminary judgment and then the final judgments, right? There's they everybody gets to enter, right? Right, everybody gets to enter, but they're yeah. but they're not but but then they're they're being judged mostly by my opinion. Right. So I'm well, just wondering well, if think that's fair. Yeah, I do. But I it would be fair yeah. to the judges. To not make them look at fourteen hundred and forty-one pieces. Right. As lo- as long as the pieces that you choose come from a good variety of of ages and abilities. Right. right. I mean, you know, because I think you know it's 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 tough to make people you know find the time to look at all of that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like you, 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 and I know because I looked at everything again three days straight this weekend, and it was <laughs> like I, I was bleary. But by the third day, I was like, I, you know, I, I don't even know if I knew my name. Right. <laughs> well, I'm doing it in half. I mean, I, don't, I, I don't see narrowing it to twenty-five. I see more like narrowing it to 200 or 400 or so. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, it's much more complicated that way because we have, as it is, we have all of these galleries and the people are having trouble figuring out which one to enter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I have them broken down by age groups. And still, they like can't get it in the right age group. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or they enter. I had people enter the 
student slash elder contest when it was just some 17-year-old kid that, like, did it themselves. Right. You know, I mean, if, if they can't even get it in the right age group, you know, how am I going to then whittle it down to, like, you know, only look at these few? Right. Well, first, first. I mean, the only way right. I could really do that would be then I would have to build new galleries on the website. And right. these are the finalists. And right. then have, yes. And then instead of using Flickr, have the judges only look at our site. Right. I mean, I could do it that way. But then it just means that I'm building galleries again, which is the whole point of why I didn't want to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much more work to have to build the galleries. Right. You're them to the judges in categories, right? I'm sorry? Aren't you presenting it to the judges so that they're judging within categories? Like all the three to six are in one category. All the seven to nine are in another category. It goes by age group. So they don't have to sift through one or the other and figure out what age group they are. They look at one age group at a time. And right. they just pick their favorite. In each age group, do you have 300 entrants or 200? Depends on how many enter in that age group. Obviously. Right. So, like, like for example, a 10 to 12 was the largest one with 662 entries. Okay. Can you cut that in half and then give it to the judges to look at 300? No, I still there's no point. If you're going to whittle it down, then you need to whittle it down. Well, I think the first way to whittle is anything that isn't entered in the right age category, regardless how 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 good it is, gets taken out. Right. <laughs> and then then you have then you or anything that. that's sideways or upside down. Right. Even that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If they can't even thing. turn the picture around, how do they expect to be judged? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so and then so they just don't make it to the finals. That's all. And the finals are what get, you know, what get shown. Right. But, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, maybe we, we, we have to whittle it down to, like, the top 25 in each category, in each age group, and then they have right. to Right. Right. That's a much more uh, manageable size for folks, I assume. Well, yeah. it might be more manageable for the judges, but if you're asking yes. somebody to be a judge, and they know that there are 300 entries, why would they see value in judging your judgment of the top 25? Maybe they don't have to know how many were, were entered. They're just judging oh, the 25. You ask my opinion. No, no, I'm I say, and I'm telling you what I think. I mean, there's, there's got to be a way to, to figure out a way to make this work. If, if you know, if, if Frog of the Green is going to continue to grow, and this year it was 1441, who's to say that next year won't be two grand? Right. I mean, 2,000. Can't expect people to look at 2,000 pieces of art. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. But there's got to be a way to whittle it down. Yeah. 
Well, like I say, I think it should be cut in half. There's not really any way to do that, John. Okay, then cut it down to the top 75. You don't understand. There's four different age groups. You're saying you want each age group to have 75 to look at? At least. Okay, well, then who's going to build those galleries? I don't know. You're having a technology problem. You know about technology? (laughs) That's why we went to Flickr, so that everybody could enter themselves. Well, then maybe that's the the way it is now. And and the judges just have to look at whatever's entered. Well, Well, anyway, you guys can think about it. Right. And we have plenty of time to come up with a solution. Right. Um, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, we didn't used to use Flickr. We used to just have people. It all started with people just sending me their artwork, and I would put them up in the gallery. Mm-hmm. But it uh-huh. took forever because when they started coming in by the hundreds, you know, there was just no way to do it. You know what I mean? It's that, you know, China sends me, you know, 75 pictures and say, here they are. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and or the Wallace School. The Wallace School handed me 400 pictures. <laughs> and, yeah. and I had to spend a week photographing them all. Right. You have no idea how long it took to photograph them all and, and put them <laughs> up. I'm sure. You must have been doing nothing but for some time. Oh, I have no idea. And Mark was sitting on the floor in the kitchen. Next. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next. Next. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's, my it's, God. It's, we did like 100 at a time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're supposed to enter them digitally, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. They didn't, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got. Uh, I have a stack here. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with them, but I have a stack of how many marks do I have from Sri Lanka? Oh God, I don't. I must have seventy-five paintings from Sri Lanka. Yeah. Wow. They expect me to send them back. Yeah. What am I going to do with them? And they're all great. I mean, it's it's a great quality. (laughs) They're like unbelievable. What kind of paint are they? They're like some kind of tempera paint, right? Yeah. On paper. They're like amazing. Nice. I don't know, maybe we should just decorate the living room with them. <laughs> Wallpaper. Right, put them all the way around. It's nice, it's nice yeah, Decopolish yeah. the entire place. That's right. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Anyway. So anyway, we'll we'll have to come up with some kind of a system. Right. Maybe what I can do is I can whittle it down and I can create winner's circle galleries. Right. Move, and on Flickr and move that, the, the ones that are potentially winning, move them into another group. Yes, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but then that means it's really going to get complicated because then there's going to be a lot of groups for a year. You know what I mean? Right. Like people are going to be looking at the groups and you're going to get all confused. 
Okay. So, anyway, I'll have to come up with something. But, all right, let's cut this off. Great meeting. Okay. Uh, David, I'll send you the um, the link so you can um, hear the playback of the beginning. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you, everybody, for coming on the call. And Thank you. Uh, until next time. Until next time. You betcha. Time. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Send us the final. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.